the talk show. A very good evening and welcome to the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Naledi Molao. It's four minutes after seven and I'll be with you till nine o'clock unpacking uh, quite a few issues. Starting off, I'll be chatting to Marius Stradum. Marius is the owner of MLAX Consulting, but Marius has also just recently completed uh, research that he, that he did alongside the Stellenbosch University. And it looked uh, quite extensively at the HIV and AIDS epidemic being over in South Africa. One of the things that has come out of the work that he's put together is that HIV AIDS has become, or rather HIV has become a chronic condition and that life expectancy for a patient receiving uh, antiretroviral treatment is higher than for people living with type 2 diabetes. So that's going to be an interesting conversation. I'll be asking you your perceptions surrounding HIV and AIDS. So give me a call on 0891-104-207. That number again is 891 0891- one zero four two zero seven and three four seven zero one. If you'd like to send your SMSs, then at twenty to eight, we're going to follow up on a discussion that we had just yesterday. I spoke to Ian Cameron, who's the head of community safety at AfroForum. So AfroForum, alongside the Institute of Race Relations, released um, a report that looks at the involvement of the South African Police Service uh, in serious and violent crime in South Africa. So. We're going to give the SAPS a chance to interrogate this research done. And so we'll be chatting to uh, Lieutenant General Solomon Makhale, who is the national spokesperson for the SAPS. I know yesterday we had a, we weren't able to take all of the calls that had come in. So if you still would like to have your input on this discussion, uh, give me a call 0891-104-207. Then... Going back to the, and I say this in inverted commas because it really does depend uh, how you look at it, but acts of criminality against foreign nationals uh, by young Sowetans. Uh, Ace Molloy will be joining me in studio and he's interrogating the notion that these acts of criminality take place because uh, young Sowetans lack role models. And I wonder if that's true. Is that why we're seeing such occurrences in, in townships? Is it that young people are, are, are lacking role models? What are your thoughts? 34701 to send in your SMSs. So let's get into the very first discussion. Is the AIDS epidemic over in South Africa? So many people in South Africa still believe that we have an AIDS epidemic, yet research proves otherwise. According to research done by Maria Stradum and the Stellenbosch University, HIV has become a chronic condition and expect a life expectancy for a person living with HIV is, is higher than someone living with type 2 diabetes. So what is your perception surrounding HIV AIDS? Do you know people that are positive? Are they receiving treatment? Have you been tested? I think that's the most important question. So many people go through life never having to gotten tested. So um, have you been tested? 0891-104-207. Marius Stradum does join me on the line now. Marius, good evening, uh, and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, my lady, and thank you for having me on your show. This is such an important discussion. You know, around World AIDS Day, I had, obviously, you know, you interview so many people around HIV and AIDS, and I say to people, is the HIV AIDS epidemic over in South Africa? And you get very uncertain answers. And you're saying that, you know, we're looking at a new era here. Exactly. Um, 
you know, the key issue here is that life expectancy in South Africa is now almost where it was before uh, the epidemic became an issue. Mm. And our research is showing that uh, life expectancy in South Africa is going to continue increasing over the next decade to uh, more than 65 years. Mm. However, and this is vital to understand, is that it's because of antiretroviral treatment. Right. Um, AIDS is only a chronic condition if you are on antiretroviral treatment and mm. if you uh, religiously follow that treatment. And the successes that we've had in South Africa are because of the rollout of antiretroviral treatment by, mm. by government. Mm. Um, so we mustn't be uh, complacent. Uh, please do not, do not misunderstand. And, and I got into some, some heated debates with some people over, over my, my controversial title. Uh, we must not get complacent. Um, it is important to con- continue spending money on AIDS. Right. Uh, government must. And it's important, as you say, get tested, get treated. Treatment is for free. Um, and, and I think that is a, a, a very important um, thing that government has done in South Africa to mm. make widely avail- available treatment for free. You, you make mention of life expectancy at this point uh, being closer to where it was before HIV and AIDS was a major challenge in South Africa. So let's actually just backtrack, okay, Marius, and go back to and look at the journey that South Africa's actually had with HIV and AIDS, where in comparison to what's happening right now, in comparison to what was uh, taking place in 1990, for instance, and concerted efforts to try and deal with the epidemic, Let's talk about some of the things we've done right. Yes. I mean, the first thing is that the 90s was really the the, the terrible time for Mm. AIDS. Uh, In 1990, less than 1% of South Africans um, were HIV positive. And by the end of that decade, by 2001, it was 9%. So that was really almost the last decade. Um, and, And it was only in 2004 that uh, the government in South Africa started to aggressively roll out antiretrovirals. But Mm. in in 2004, only 50,000 people in South Africa were receiving antiretrovirals. Today, that's 2.7 million. Mm. So that's that's, that's rapid growth that we've seen there. Um, Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up the lines, Marius, because there might be a few people that have questions for you. 0891104207 to give me a call and send your SMSs to 34701. You're on the talk shop. As the only two African teams in the 2015 ICC Cricket World Cup, the main contest between the Proteas and Zimbabwe will be all about bragging rights, with the neighboring countries both tied on one win apiece in the history of this competition. Has this pool B match on Sunday the 15th of February between 3am and 11am, live from Sydney Park Hamilton on SABC3 and your favorite radio station, SABC Sport, for the love of the game. Join us this Thursday on Top Billing for the secret to lasting romance with Springbok couples the Havanas and the Krugers in France. Miss World, Rolene Strauss and models the K2 twins give all the singles out their hope. And racing driver Gugu Zulu finds love in the fast lane. Don't miss Top Billing this Thursday night at 8.30. Repeat Sunday 12.30. Find it on 3. Guys, we have been here before. We conquered Africa and they called us kings of Africa. But along the way we faltered and fell. For God who we were. 
today we rise to reclaim our rightful place on the continent. This is in our blood, and we will once again be giants of the beautiful game in Africa. We will dazzle them, mesmerize them. They will cheer for us and fear us. We will make them remember who we are. The game goes on. Catch all the semi-final action of the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations tournament live on SABC TV and radio. I see you again. The talk show. We're still on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, taking your calls on 089-1104-207. I continue chatting to Marius Stradum, owner of Inlax Consulting, uh, asking, is the AIDS epidemic over in South Africa? So just before the break there, we started looking at how far we've come. And uh, maybe paint a picture of the, the, the amount of lives lost at the beginning of the epidemic uh, per year in comparison to the amount of lives lost currently in South Africa. Yes. Uh, what is important is that uh, the definition of an AIDS death is a bit uh, blurred. Very sure. often people that are dying from pneumonia and TB are actually dying of symptoms of, of AIDS. Hence, we looked at the total number of deaths in South Africa, and that, that doesn't uh, allow any hiding place. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the epidemic, mid-90s, 300,000 people a year died in South Africa. And by 2006, that was 600,000. So the number of deaths per year in South Africa doubled. Um, and some of that increase, obviously, is, is population growth, but the majority of that increase is AIDS. Uh, and that reduced to, to 450,000 um, in the m- most recent uh, numbers. So we've come uh, all the way back from 600,000 to 450,000. Mm. So 600,000 was in 2006. Surely uh, challenges that we saw, especially around 2001, 2002, um, which was you know, denialism from government in terms of dealing with, with HIV more directly in South Africa, really had an impact as well. Undoubtedly. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, we, we, we left it too late. There's mm. no doubt about that. Mm. And, and as soon as we started rolling out ARVs, you talk about in 2004 only 50,000 uh, people having received um, a medication in that year. Now 2, 2.7 million people receiving antiretroviral treatment. But let's understand exactly what we've done with the treatment as well, because it's not just about the amount of people that are receiving treatment, it's when they start uh, taking the treatment. Correct. Mm. Initially, uh, the the measure that is used is is the CD4 count. That's uh, how many uh, white blood cells you have per per microliter. Mm. And initially, people uh, had to have a CD4 count of below 200 to receive treatment. So they were really very sick by that time already. Mm. And then in 2012, government increased that to 350 cells per microliter. Uh, so you, you didn't necessarily have that many symptoms when you went onto the antiretrovirals. And today, from the 1st of January this year, it's 500 uh, cells per microliter. So you can go on to antiretrovirals without having any symptoms mm. of, 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 of AIDS uh, today. And what are the benefits of, of, of going on, of getting on treatment even before you have any symptoms that appear? This is an interesting aspect. I think one of the main reasons government increased it to 500 is for the treatment to become more prophylactic, which means 
that if you are on antiretrovirals for six months, the chances that you infect someone else are drastically reduced. Mm. Um, close to, close to, oh, I wouldn't say close to zero, but, but certainly drastically reduced. So we've seen a lot of um, discussion around condoms and, and, and safe sex, etc., but it hasn't worked. So we have to be pragmatic, and the drugs can help to staunch uh, uh, the spread of the disease as well. Mm. Uh, so what was the purpose of, of, of conducting this research, Marius? What were you hoping to get out of it? Whereas what are you going to do with it now that you've, yes. you, you have all these findings? Um, we, in, in the blog that, 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 uh, that I put out last week, I discussed largely the first part of the research, which is what happened to the epidemic. And a lot of that I got from other people's research. Mm. The, the main new research that, that we did was what could this do for the life assurance industry in South Africa, right. and um, particularly people that buy funeral products, because funeral products are actually quite expensive uh, for what you get. And it is my view that uh, the value for money on these products will increase uh, very, very much over the next number of years. And I'd like to be part of that process of, uh, of giving more back to the people uh, mm. on, on the ground. And... Um, to help uh, increase savings in South Africa and uh, to make sure that the families that are left behind when people die um, are, are better looked after. Mm. I, I want to come back to, and you talk about services that are provided by life assurance uh, providers and so forth and how this research can impact the work done there. But let's just come back to uh, your findings, especially with regards to your saying that the AIDS epidemic is over in South Africa. Still, though, it's a little bit difficult to say that, look, the treatment is available and so life expectancy is higher when stigma in South Africa is still a massive problem. Exactly. And that is why I went with such an aggressive type of saying the ep epidemic is over. What I'm trying to say to people is stop being so scared of this disease and stop being so scared of finding out whether or not you have the, the disease because the treatment is out there um, and and you need to go out and find and, and find out your status it is it is uh, paramount mm. uh, give me a call on 0891104207 that's 0891104207 and send your sms's to 34701 that's 34701 and I'll continue my conversation with Marius. Guys, we have been here before. We conquered Africa and they called us kings of Africa. But along the way we fought and fell, forgot who we were. Today we rise to reclaim our rightful place on the continent. This is in our blood and we will once again be giants of the beautiful game in Africa. We will dazzle them, mesmerize them. They will share for us and fear us. We will make them remember who we are. SABC brings you the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations Tournament. All the action and drama. Live on SABC TV and radio. Broadcasting in your own language. Asiwake. Classic Feel marks the festive season with a comprehensive December-January issue featuring the talented voice behind Disney's Frozen, Edina Menzel, on the cover. We take an exploratory look at both local and international arts, music, design, fashion and dance. 
Read our exclusive interviews with the prestigious ACT Lifetime Achievement Award winners, the elated winners of the UJ Dignitas Awards, and meet the Young Impact winners, hoping to make a difference in the arts world. Visit classicfield.co.za for more information. The 2015 ICC Cricket World Cup promises to be a ferocious battle as the Proteas prepare to turn up against India. Russell Domingos men have an impressive record against the defending champions and will be ready to die on the field come Sunday the 22nd of February at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Be sure not to miss out on the thrills and skills as we broadcast live between 5.30am and 1.30pm on SABC3 and your favorite SABC radio station, SABC Sport, for the love of the game. Attention all employees. The Compensation Fund has extended the license of Rent Mutual Assurance, the RMA, to include Class 13 employers in terms of Section 30 of the COID Act of 1993 as amended. This means that as of the 1st of March 2015, employees in the iron, steel, metals, artificial limbs, galvanizing, garages and related industries will be transferred to the Rand Mutual Assurance. The RMA manages claims for occupational injuries and diseases in the mining industry and has been administering claims for occupational injuries and diseases since 1894. For more information, call 0860-105-350. The Compensation Fund. Working for you. The Talk Shop. It's 21 minutes after 7 and you're on the talk shop on SAFM. My name is Naledi Molewa and I'm taking your SMSs on 34701. Give me a call on 0891104207. We continue our conversation with Marius Stradum looking at, um, well, he says that the AIDS epidemic is over in South Africa. That's quite a strong position. Uh, but call in and give me your thoughts on that. And, and one of the points that you made just before we went into that break there is, is the fact that if, life, if the life expectancy of the average South African um, has gone up, over the past few years, that surely um, funeral policies and, and, and premiums should be lower. Is that something that we're already seeing? We have seen some of that uh, coming through, but it is delayed. It, it takes a couple of years to, to, to filter through properly. And insurance companies are very hesitant to allow for future improvements. They have to see the evidence before they, they allow for, for, for these premiums to come down. But if you look at premium rates, they have certainly come down over the last uh, couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the impact of having conducted research like this and the impact of how, where we're going. I mean, in, in your blog, you also talk about the advances that we can see in the future, a monthly injection in South Africa, vaccines and so forth, the kind of impact that can have on what we're spending. Exactly. Not just what we're spending, but also what we are saving, mm. because so much of, of, of the money at the moment is being set aside for, for funerals and all of the associated costs surrounding funerals and, and uh, not being at work uh, because either you're sick or you have to attend funerals, etc. So there's a lot of money that can be saved um, through this. Uh, the, the, the most important thing, though, is... is that moving to the single drug therapy, and we are well in the process of moving to the single drug drug therapy, which means you take one pill a day, mm. makes it much easier to stay with your antiretroviral treatment um, and, and not and not go back in, in your CD4 count falling. But if you could have a monthly injection, that would be a, a meaningful a meaningful uh, improvement and make it so much easier to, to stick to your regime. 
Mm-hmm. I want to look at one of the points that you've raised in that that's the fact that the increased life expectancy gives us the opportunity to incentivize policyholders to stay with their policies longer. Just talk to me talk, talk to me about that. This is a lot of people don't realize this. There are two main reasons why funeral products could be cheaper. Mm-hmm. The one is AIDS and, and that is being addressed. But the second one is people don't stay with their policies long enough. And that's partly because these policies um, don't offer you anything but, but, but death cover. And when you, um, when you run into hard times, you, you sometimes stop paying your premium. And then when things get better, you, you, you buy a new policy. But what happens is every time you buy a new policy, there's a whole new set of expenses and costs that are incurred, which makes these products uh, less good value for money. Typically, after five years, you've lost half your policyholders on these kind of uh, products. Mm. Half of them have just left. Um, and, and the thing is, if you are um, in, 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 if you are in a funeral policy, and you are living a healthy life, or you are HIV positive and you're sticking to your antiretrovirals, you're going to live longer. Shouldn't you demand or want something out of that policy other than just the death cover? And that's what I'm saying should start happening. We should see cashback benefits on survival. If you survive five years, you should get a, a nice uh, cashback that you can either save or use. Or alternatively, these policies should build up a savings element within them. So that after 20 years, you can say, you know what, I, I, I don't necessarily need this death cover anymore. My children are well looked after. They're looking after themselves. Let me take something out here and actually use it for my retirement. Mm. You, you also give us a few tips on how we, what we can do to save money. And I think that's so important. And the first point you raise is you need to get tested for HIV. 100%. Mm. Uh, you need to know your status because then you can deal with the, the condition. And the interesting thing is that um, if you know your status, if you're getting treated, you probably still can save money on insurance. Um, no insurance company doesn't sell uh, products anymore to HIV-positive people. All HIV-positive people can get life cover. Um, there are still loadings on those policies. They, they're more expensive. But those kind of loadings are going to start uh, coming down. Mm. Let's go back to uh, perceptions around HIV across South Africa because ultimately that's what this is about. Uh, life assurance companies themselves uh, needing to change their perceptions of what HIV is in this new dispensation. So uh, send your SMSs to 34701. We talked about stigma being something that is so important in the fight against HIV and AIDS, especially when we have treatment that's available but you're not going to want to get treatment if you feel like you're going to be stigmatized uh, once people find out that you're on treatment. So how do we start breaking down the stigma, Marius? Look, there are 2.7 million people in South Africa that um, receive antiretrovirals. That means that every single one of us should have quite a few people in our sphere that are on these antiretrovirals. I believe that with these numbers being so large, it is important for people to start speaking out uh, about their status. And, and the more people that, that, that start speaking out about their status, I think that will help on the one side. And on the other side, we need to continue educating people. Mm. Um, this is it's a chronic condition, really. Uh, you, you're not ashamed to have diabetes. 
Uh, you might not tell everyone you meet that you've got diabetes, but you're not ashamed of it. And, and, and really, we, we should start seeing AIDS and HIV in, in, in the same way. Right. You didn't ask for this disease to come your way, mm. no matter what some people may think. Mm. It, it's something that's happened to people, and, and, and you know, we, 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 we are 20, uh, 25 years down, down this road. There's no need to be, to be scared of people with, uh, with HIV um, Mm. Joe seems to think otherwise. He says, in my opinion, alcohol is the main cause of the spread of AIDS as people have unprotected sex when drunk. Uh, just to, just, I don't know if you'd like to respond to that SMS, but I think uh, that's the perception in South Africa. that Still, there are a lot of South Africans that believe that if you are HIV positive, you went looking for it. Uh, and, and I have a family member of mine who says over and over again, you know, in a relationship you can wear the condom, but at some point it's going to come off. At some point, it's going to come off. I don't know how true that is, but you know, it's it's it, people don't go looking for HIV and AIDS. Now we talked about um, life life insurance policies, and, and what I want to do is, if you had applied for a policy in 2001 and were then charged exorbitant prices because you were HIV positive. Now you've lived longer than you were supposed to. Can you go back to say, look, I'm paying too much, Marius? Sure. You definitely can. Mm. Um, you, you, you may have to decide to take out a new policy, but you could certainly go and say, I'm, I'm, I'm paying too much and, and I'd like to pay less. So mm. that, 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 that is a fact. It depends on what kind of policy you, you, you have, of course. Mm. Um, but it is something that you should, you should be doing. If, if, if they're not want, uh, willing to give you a cheaper premium, then you just go and get yourself a new policy with a cheaper premium. Mm. And you, you've talked about funeral policies as well in your blog, saying if you're buying a funeral policy, ask for a policy that will give you something back if you survive and stay with the policy. That's so important, Marius. 100%. The thing is that the stock standard funeral policy that is being sold out there doesn't allow for that. But I promise you, the, more and more companies are launching products with cash back that you have to ask for it. Mm. Your, your, your broker or your agent may not, uh, it may not be the first thing they want to sell you, so you have to ask for it. You have to demand it, to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you've, you, you've done all of this and you're going to obviously have a lot of conversations, how far are you going to let this conversation go, Marius? What is your, your goal? My goal is to to be part of of the solution. I have I definitely want to be part of the solution of reducing the stigma surrounding AIDS. Mm. So I want to speak about it as much as possible and to many as, as many people as possible and have as many arguments as possible. And secondly, I would like to to be part of the process whereby insurance companies start offering. Different kind, of, different kind of products to, to, to people in, in, in the funeral market uh, subset, basically helping them to graduate into the middle market in South Africa, get better value for money, save more, um, be better looked, uh, looked after in retirement, etc. And I believe we've got a wonderful tailwind behind us where everyone can win. Because what I've shown in the research is that more, much more can be given to the client if this trend continues without the, the companies having to sacrifice profit. Mm. So I'm going to open up the lines 0891104207. That's 0891104207.
104207. I'm chatting to Marius Stradum, the owner of MLAX Consulting, and he says that the uh, AIDS epidemic is over in South Africa. Is it? What are your thoughts? Uh, give me a call on 0891104207. That number again is 0891104207. And uh, send your SMSs as well to 34701. That number again is 34701. Marius, what responses have you gotten uh, to this to the work that you've done when you tell people that you feel that the AIDS epidemic is over in South Africa? What is what is the average South African saying to you? Look, it depends on if they're sitting behind a computer screen. If they're sitting <laughs> behind a computer screen, they, they may call me all kinds of names and mm. ask me what I'm smoking. Um, <laughs> but if I meet them face-to-face, um, they're very interested. They're surprised, um, and, and, and they want to know more. Mm. And, and that's the important thing is, is, is the work that needs to be done in education and the fact that we need to be brave enough to ask questions about HIV and AIDS. 891 to give me a call. James is in KZN. James, good evening. Good evening. Mm. Uh, hello to Marius as well. All right, Mar- <laughs> there he is, there he is. Go on, James. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. fine. First of all, I uh, fully support what Marius is on about. Mm-hmm. But I do not believe that we have the correct figures for uh, HIV-AIDS-related uh, deaths. Mm-hmm. Because most of our death certificates are issued and it's saying that of natural causes, mm-hmm. i.e. TB or heart failure or uh, uh, any of those type of things. It does not say HIV. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact the company I used to work for, we had 2,000 people in employment. And at one stage, we found that when we did the mass testing there, at least 54% of them were HIV positive. Mm. And what we put in place at that stage helped a lot of those people to survive, and still surviving today, after about 8 or 10 years. Mm. And I worked with a lot of them. They were good friends of mine. Mm. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I, I, I think the figures on the HIV are down. I think it's been stable at this stage, but it's definitely have not uh, decreased. Marius has got a good idea mm-hmm. uh, with his policy because most of those policies were made out on the uh, thinking that it will last only for about five years, four years. And basically, it's been a lot of money that people had to pay out to have it done. Mm. I had a funeral last year, uh, which is not very uh, expensive, but it basically it covered everything. My funeral my fetching from a mortuary, uh, the cremation, everything for less than 10000 I know traditionally it's a lot more money, but I think the policies at this stage is there to rip off the public. Are, are there to rip off the public? Uh, James, thank you for calling in. Marius, do you agree? Thank you. Firstly, I, I totally agree that the, that the definition of AIDS death is, 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 is not wide enough. Mm-hmm. That's why we look at total numbers, and there are some, some, some clever actuaries out there that have also done research based on what the death rate without age should be and comparing that to the total deaths and, and then stripping out or, or, or reversing out the, the, the AIDS deaths. But you have to do a calculation. You can't base it on what the statistics SA tell you the AIDS deaths are. Uh, but based on that kind of research, the numbers have certainly come off. There's no mm-hmm. doubt that AIDS deaths, deaths, not as per what they disclose, but as per what we calculate, uh, have, have, have come off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and talking about the, the products being a ripoff, they are 
they're not a rip-off uh, per se because they are providing people with, um, you know, the, the, the money to, to pay for funerals when they need it. Mm. However, they're not the best value for money. Uh, they, they should be better value for money. And, and I think that's what, what my argument is, that with uh, AIDS deaths coming down and if we can encourage people to stick with their policies and make, make it attractive for them to stick to their, with their policies so that it's not a one-way bet. You, you, if you stick with your policy, you can get some money out while you're still alive. Mm. Then I think we can, we can really improve the value for money um, argument. Mm. And if I can make a, a small comment, if at all you feel confident enough to get underwritten. Now, that means you go and get an AIDS test, Mm -hmm. you go and get a medical, and you answer a lot of questions about your medical condition. doesn't matter who you are in South Africa, you get a better rate. Mm -hmm. Rather than going for a funeral policy, which um, doesn't give the the, the insurance company any information about your your health. If you are willing to to go through that process, you'll, you'll pay less for your insurance immediately. Right. And let's talk about PMTCT, that's prevention of mother-to-child transmission, and just um, the outlook of, of, of how well we've done in South Africa with preventing transmission from the mother to the child. I mean, that's, that's a massive leap in the, in, in, the, in the fight against AIDS. A hundred percent, and it is obviously related to the comment I made previously about the treatment being prophylactic. Mm. Um, and the thing is, if you can get people on the antiretrovirals Quickly, and they are there for a number of months. They're not going to pass it to the to the child, um, and and the chances of passing it to a sexual partner is also much reduced. Yeah, I've got an SMS from James in Limpopo that says, "Tell that to the hundreds of thousands of child-headed households." Um, that's sad, and, and that's you know to go back to an AIDS orphan and say, "No, the AIDS epidemic is over," is you know could could be seen as insensitive, Maurice. It could be seen as insensitive, and mm. it may well be insensitive. But what I am trying to, to, the message I'm trying to get out there is stop being so scared of this disease. Get yourself tested. Get yourself treated. You mm. don't have to become one of those statistics. Yeah. Send your SMSs to 34701. That's 34701 if you'd like to take part in our discussion. I'm chatting to Mari Estradum, the owner of MLAX Consulting. He says that HIV and AIDS, the epidemic is over in South Africa. Do you agree? Give me a call on 0891-104-207. That's 0891-104-207. Do you feel that the HIV and AIDS epidemic is over in South Africa? Are we being insensitive? Are we putting our heads in the sand? Give me a call. The Talk Shop. Is the HIV and AIDS epidemic over in South Africa? You run the talk shop on SAFM. My name is Naledi Mulao. Give me a call on 0891-104-207 and send your SMSs to 34701. Uh, Filipino is in Mamelodi. Filipino, thank you so much for calling. Okay, thank you for answering my call. Hmm. Uh, yes, I agree. The AIDS uh, uh, is really high. People die with AIDS. Uh, is, is, much more than those who die with the natural causes. Okay, so you're saying that, that you agree that the HIV epidemic is over? Yes. Okay. All right, Filipino, thank you for calling. 891 if you'd also like to share your thoughts with us. Okay, so the lessons that you'd like for us to take from this conversation, Marius? 
Marius, are you still there? Have I lost Marius? All right, I've lost, I've lost Marius. Uh, but keep your SMSs coming on 34701. That's 34701. If I struggle to get him back, I am going to move on uh, and follow up on a conversation that we started yesterday. Um, yesterday I spoke to Ian Cameron, who's the head of community safety at AfriForum. AfriForum now, in conjunction with the Institute of Race Relations, um, put together a report that looked at the involvement of SAPS members in serious and violent crime in South Africa. I'll be speaking as well to Lieutenant General Solomon Makhale, who's the national spokesperson of the SAPS. He called in towards the end of the show and really wanted to interrogate uh, the research done by the Institute of Race Relations and Afroforum. And that's what we'll get up to a little bit later on. But as we try and get Marius back to wrap up our conversation, is the HIV and AIDS epidemic over in South Africa? I'll take your calls on 0891 Uh Regina is in Kwakwa. Regina, good evening to you and thank you so much for calling. Hello, ma'am. Mm. Ma'am, you know what? I, I'd like to disagree with that topic just because the HIV is too much in South Africa. Look at the young children at schools. What is happening with them? Mm. Too many schools here in Kwakwa have got HIV. So I don't understand why are they saying that the HIV is over in South Africa. Okay. Look at the clinics. You find that there are so many people at the clinic. And then when you look at them, all those people are HIV positive. And then too, few little people have got um, so other diseases, not into HIV. So I don't understand what are they saying about that. Also, Regina, the conversation is not necessarily about denying the fact that we have people that are living with HIV. Okay. The conversation is rather saying that... That the, the, the HIV is not as deadly as what it used to be. There is treatment. You can live with okay. HIV. Okay. Yes, I understand that. No. There, I agree with you. Okay. You can live with HIV and you can live more years than other. Okay. Now we've, now we've lost uh, Sister Gina. But Terry Ann is in Bumalanga. Terry Ann, good evening. Your program, I think, is a very essential program. Thank I you. would disagree with the general tone of the program that's uh, you know, HIV AIDS is uh, kind of on the wane. I think it's not. I agree with everything what the lady has said, mm-hmm. that it is not, especially amongst young people. And uh, young people, especially today, they're beginning to discard the condom, the use of the, discard, of the condom. And I think that the issue of being stigmatized, AIDS being stigmatized, is a good thing because it's a moral issue. It's a moral issue in relation to undisciplined un, un, um, sex, sex outside of marriage. And so it's not because it's just a disease, AIDS. It's not like uh, diabetes. I think that your, your guest speaker uh, toned down too much the relevance of AIDS as against other diseases. Mm. You know, having diabetes is quite a different thing to having AIDS. And so and from that point of view, I would say that the program has toned down too much the uh, effects of AIDS and that it is a terminal disease. They may get a lot of, of medication now that they used to get before. The numbers may have cut down, but somebody told me that on TV, some program on TV, mm. it said that 30% of people with AIDS are in South Africa. Now, that is from the world. 
Now, I'm not, I can't vouch for that because I didn't hear it myself, but somebody who's, who's fairly reliable in what uh, he said seems to uh, hold that this statement was made on some program. I think it was on TV. Okay, I want to, I want to look into that fact, Terry. And yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Just before I let you go, yes. you, you talk about the comparison between HIV, and A, uh, HIV AIDS and, and diabetes not being fair. But from a treatment point of view, if you are living with HIV AIDS today, you take one pill once a day. If you yes. are a type 2 diabetic, you're taking multiple insulin shots per yeah, day. Yeah. So in that sense... Does that not make it sound like diabetes is more of a burden than HIV-AIDS? Oh, yes, maybe more of a burden, that's true. But stigmatized, on the other hand, Mm -hmm. uh, diabetes is not stigmatized. If a person has diabetes, unfortunately, and very unfortunately for the victim, but they're not stigmatized because of having diabetes. Whereas why people are stigmatized because of AIDS is because it is looked on as an immoral God. There are some people who've got it not because they're immoral, immorality. They've got it maybe a wife has got from her husband who's working up in Joburg, then comes back with the AIDS, whom the wife herself is very faithful to the, mm. to the husband. So it's not always, I'm, I'm not saying it's not always an immoral act from the point of view of a person getting right. AIDS. Right, and, and, and that brings it back to uh, points made around stigma and the fact yes. that we've, we've yeah. fought the, 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 the need for treatment fight. Now we need yes. to fight uh, against stigma. Tyrion, thank you so much for calling. Thank you a lot, too, for your program. Uh, thank you. Dawn is in Cape Town. Dawn, good evening. Good evening. Um, I'm missing in Cape Town, and I see a much larger number of HIV patients probably than your speaker, and I think your speaker is very wrong. The last figures I got was 30, 30 million 35 million people in South Africa with HIV, and 13 million have already been buried. And I think we take it far too lightly. We should be afraid of getting it. The figure that he gave, Dawn, was that it's it's, it's 27, I think, or 2.7 million that are on treatment. So not necessarily living with HIV. We're talking about those on treatment. Yes. But the figure that have got it is about 35 million, which means um, a person can get it from, from another person without even realizing the person's got it. And the other thing I put on an SMS to you is that there is the virus in saliva and people are not warned. And so they're getting it just from kissing. And we take it far too lightly. Dawn, do you, do you, do you think that then it is insensitive to say that the AIDS epidemic is over in South Africa? I'm not saying it's insensitive. I'm saying mm-hmm. it's wrong. Okay. All because right. I'm seeing so many people dying. Yeah, okay. Dawn, thank a you. Lot of, a lot of the sure. patients that I get are young as well. Mm. Young, new ones. And it's now going into an older age group. Are they accessing treatment, Dawn? Some. Some.